Yo. Yo, welcome to episode 20-something. We have, this is the, the main episode, right? Yeah. We got yeah. Suchin, who's looking a bit sharper today. Suchin, you lose some weight in the face? I did. Uh, I've been working out. I'm back. I've been taking care of my body. I took a little bit of a sabbatical because you guys are uh, like, you know, you, you can't, there's only so so much you can hang around with you guys without going yeah. a little bit crazy. That a one hour once a week is just too much for you. <laughs> no, I've yeah. lost uh, probably 15 pounds. It's very, very easy to do. Very easy to do. We got we got Samit here who looks like a darker, younger Einstein. That's the look I was going for. I was looking for Af- <laughs> Congo Einstein. That's what they call me. Congo he, Einstein. He looks like uh, uh, Pablo Escobar. To him, the theory of relativity is fucking your cousins is okay. I don't think I've put my hair in three months almost. Uh, I have a solidarity for the uh, farmers. I'm not going to cut my hair until the laws get back. So looks like I might have a fog soon. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, look like Rumpelstiltskin soon. <laughs> and Gershaw in the house. Yo. This bog looks like a technical bog right now with like a, the headphones are built in. Because the, 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 the ears are also camouflaged with the beard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it it's just one... And I'm wearing all black. It's just we have giant. AI Grishan, yeah. guys. AI Grishan. Hey, one of the main reasons, and I'm t- I'm gonna tell the listeners right now. One of the main ways I lost weight is you guys all know I'm a big fan of Coke. I mean Coke. So I'm a big fan of Coca-Cola products, and I used to drink probably, if I had to guess, you know those 750 ml bottles. Yeah. Probably like yeah. three of them in a day. That's Are you joking? No, like you know those. That's big- insane. Yeah. Every time I go by the pretzel shop, I'd grab a couple and then they'd be in my car and I'd kill them, whatever. Whoa. Right. So what I did is I grabbed a bottle, uh, bottles of water and I grabbed, you know, that Vizio, uh, the drops, flavor of the water. Yeah. The drops. And that's yeah. it. You just, you flavor the Yo, water. What Yo, when, cop, cops think this is alcohol. I won't so tell when, you how, uh, how I, when Sachin had his blood test like three months ago, they thought they had tested a soda stream. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fruit fruit punch soda yeah. stream flavor. It's like uh, we've got an emergency. This this person is carbonated base. Yeah, no, honestly, man, there's they say that there's so much sugar in those. But yo, you, you know even... my cousin uh, Pinchu uh, Sachin. Uh, yeah, because I'm not a liquid diet fat guy. I've never really been into liquid like calories. But Pinchu is similar like, to you. Uh, as soon as he stops. Uh, liquid calories, he loses a lot of weight. So some people, yeah. I, I know Darsh he loves Coke as well. Some people have like an addiction to pop. That's yeah, but like Darsh Sean doesn't. But I know <laughs> I know Darsh likes uh, pop. I think I don't know. Gershon doesn't. I love pop, but I have it like once a month. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, if so you say it's like pop, so good when you do have it. You know, if you say pop in the states, they look at you like they have oh, oh nice looks good. Yo, yeah, I they, have they have no idea what yeah. it is. They they call it soda there. I haven't had a, a real Gatorade or real Coke in so long that when I drink it, uh, it's disgusting. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it's so too chemical. much. It's so sweet. The only problem I have is root beer once in a while because I love root beer. Is very rare. It was, oh, we only have pop if we like order pizza because it just feels like it goes with it. Well, it's no, a good digestive thing too, right? Yeah, yeah. But yo, you know what's the greatest alternative that I've been doing recently? Uh, PC has this flavored carbonated water mm-hmm. yeah, uh, not even flavored it's ba- it's zero sugar and it's basically yeah. just smells good 
and has a slight, very slight flavor. And if you just want the carbonation, like that pop feel, it does the fucking yeah. well, the, the Bublik, so the Bublik company's been taking off, right? The bubbles or something. Bubbly, oh, bubbly. Yeah, yeah. Bublik, I think this yeah. is a similar product. I don't, I'm not sure in terms of Z- this is a PC Blue Menu product, so it's supposed to be good. But Z- it is like a good alternative really. too. Yeah, that's it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty much fucking pop with stevia sugar, and it's good to go. I yeah, remember that. terrible. When the we cold had green my, cans. We had my mechanic. I like shop. the cold green actually, huh? We yeah. have a mechanic shop. I do a pizza party every Friday for our mechanics. And well, the, once I forgot Coke, and the Pakistani mechanic freaked out. And after he ate the pizza, I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "I can't take a shit unless I have a Coke." Oh, so for him it was because wow. it's the best digestive drink, right? Coke oh, is really? like, after you have a, after you have like a lot of bread and stuff, Coke just breaks everything down. It does. Yeah. Such how how have you such and are you still having the exploding shits? No man, like I'm telling you, it's like ninety percent of fixing my system was that. Wow. The, doc, the doctor said I should get off caffeine because um that's one of the reasons why I wear this uh, Fitbit Sense now. But yeah. my resting my resting heart rate was entirely way too high. What was and it? One o two. Yeah, from between one o two and one o eight. What wow. the fuck was your resting wow. heart rate? Listen to this. Listen to this. This is the weirdest part. So I'd have a resting heart rate of 102 to 108. And then when I'd go on the treadmill and go like like balls out, it would only go up to 130. (laughs) What's crazy is I said 102 like as an exaggeration. And it wasn't high. I swear to God. It was 102 to 108. And then the the craziest part is, so this is what she explained (laughs) it. She said it's two different numbers. So I have to go do an ECG and all that shit. So she said that it's two different numbers and the top number shows you're in good shape, right? But the bottom number shows you're in terrible shape. But then me and her were able to correlate it that it correlates with caffeine spikes. Every time I have caffeine, my resting heart rate will shoot from like 85 to 102, 108. Your doctor's a hurt? Yeah. So then how often do you get your prostate checked? All the time. (laughs) Every, Every appointment, bro. Every appointment, yeah. I'm like, bitch. Sachin, Sachin, if you are, sorry, go ahead. No, go on, go on. Oh, no, I can't cut off the impersonation. Yeah, check this. If Sachin's, if Sachin's heart rate was like the BPM to a song, yeah, the song. These are the songs that Sachin's heart rate would be. Shakira's <laughs> hips hips don't lie under BPM. <laughs> Yo, let's uh we got Beyonce crazy and lives at 99, Justin Timberlake rock your body 101 beats per minute. And I'm gonna go uh, to 108. Yeah, one, 108. Okay, okay, hold on. 108. Let's see. That's a fucking nightclub, bro. Energy 108. That's no, one, 108. Called 108. There was a 108 club. Yeah. Um I'm trying to look at a song I've fucking heard of. Uh I don't know any of these. Songs. It's gonna be all techno. It's gonna be all techno. Yo, no, they Sachin are. Shows, Sachin shows up to his doctor in just a robe. She yeah. just know. It tells you, know. yo. It tells you, like, okay, this, this is an interesting website. It's called Jog.fm. It tells the BPM of a song and then the best distance to run to that song to. So, like Beyonce's "Crazy in Love," they're like ninety-nine beats per minute. Best for a three-kilometer run. <laughs> Rock your body. <laughs> Rock your body the to, best for a nine-minute run. I would have to play that song eight million times in a three-kilometer run. <laughs> Yo, what I don't get is, like, who made this a thing? Like, the fact that this exists. 
BPMs to the distance you can run. It's one dude. All it takes in life to make changes is one bored motherfucker. That's or, one bored dude that did that shit. Or your wife leaving you. It's just those two things. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's a your big, wife leaving you. Yeah. Yo, what are your guys? What are your guys' resting heart rates right now? Yo, mm. mine is usually fifty-five right now. Wow. Mine, I have a really good. I have. Even I'm at my least healthy I've been years, but I have Same. a really good healthy heart. Can you mine's at 50, mine's at, uh, no, it goes away when you turn it. See, 100. I saw 100. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine's uh, the best I've seen. Mine right, mine right now is 55, but when I was like playing hockey four times a week, I was at 42. Yeah. That's like a, crazy. A, a elite athlete level. Shit. Yeah, it was wild. I never got tired. It was incredible. Hey, yo, his heart rate, you can only check it. If you gripped is, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. yeah that's where all the that's where all the, the uh, pulsating was. Mr. Bomb. Uh, <laughs> guys, another mine uh, I think was in the sixties. Always. That's healthy. Anyway, but it used to be seventy, eighty. Like it, it came down when I stopped eating cholesterol. That's higher. You... Seventy, eighty is higher of healthy, but it should be between sixty to ninety. Ninety, yeah. 90 is acceptable. But I don't. I don't work out or do any cardio. So. Um, I think average happy. is seventy-two. Yeah, not yes. bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, yeah. In in uh, Sessions community, the average is eighty four. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, what do you call it? Uh, another killing, eh? Another uh, uh, person yeah. shot by the cops. Dwayne Wright. Do you want? Do you want yeah, to? Ekor kala police ne marta. This yeah, one was, uh, and, guys, and they're ruling it a homicide right away, eh? Yeah. So you, you, yeah. you, it, it's like they get bored, eh? Like every Satat Mahina is like, Wait, what was he doing? Was he putting up an air freshener or something? What's the story? No, he, uh, I watched the video. Hmm. Um, he, like, for some reason resisted arrest. But the thing is, my issue is resisting arrest, and he had a lot, he had some warrants, whatever, fuck it, right? My issue is as a cop. Nonviolent warrants, by the way. They were just whatever warrants. Uh, yeah, non- was, no, but I've also yeah. heard, uh, I've also read no uh, such thing. as well. I've, I've read also that the warrants were nonviolent, but apparently he had been arrested for uh, armed robbery mm-hmm. as well. But that's yeah, okay. besides the point. My thing Irrelevant, is, yeah. don't, shouldn't a cop be trained to apprehend a person without shooting them? Yo, They're trained. This cop, oh, sorry, go ahead. This cop said that she meant to pull out her taser and pull out her gun instead. Yeah, you know and what that is? You know what that is? You know what got us to this? Shit excuse? You know what got us? No, you know what got us to this? Huh. Is mm. She got the job because she was a chick oh, God. over some qualified oh, dude that would have pulled out a taser. Suchin, 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 Suchin. There are multiple accounts over the last 10 dead. years. There are multiple accounts over the last 10 years where, say, where cops, male, have used the same exact excuse for shooting yeah. somebody. Do you yeah, think it's a good idea for no, cops? No, like maybe, maybe on orientation day, maybe on day one, it's a good idea to show them, hey, this is a taser, this is a gun. One for your left hand, one for your right hand. The problem Dude, if is you, basic. If you, if you can't tell a taser and a gun apart, you shouldn't be a cop. What you should do is you drive into a cop and say, oh, I fucking thought the brakes were the gas. Just happens. Just the happens problem. and fucking run him over. Nah, well, you know, this isn't Patreon. Is Gladwell, Gladwell talked about it, I think, in the tipping point. <laughs> the problem is it's a really hard fucking job. It's a really hard job. Therefore, the most capable people should be cops. Yeah. So 
dude, it's only natural for a human to yeah. panic. Like when people say, like you know, there's like uh, sometimes like when there's a shooting, they're like, hey, why did he shoot him fifty times instead of just once? It's like, yo, we're we're humans, right? For us, when we're in when fearful, it's bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Right. We're in fear. No matter how fucking incredibly trained we are and these guys aren't even trained so we need to like re like imagine and structure cops maybe have fewer with better training and higher pay yeah i i, uh, I said it university degrees university. there should be a, a university degree 100 it should yeah, be just as hard to be a cop as it is to be a doctor yeah. well, it should be just as hard as being a lawyer, a lawyer. yeah that's what i'm saying or it's not though. very hard but such a, the thing, guys, that the problem also is we live in two extremes, right? The right is like, the right's going to argue the black dude's history and why was he resisting arrest, right? That's what the right's going to argue. The problem with what the left argues. They already are. They already are. The problem with the left argues is abolish them. Let's get rid of the police. But they do not understand. Reform, reform, reform the police. Yeah, reform the police is the word. But when you say, like, get rid of the police, you you inherently then believe that humans are good enough good is the key word to police themselves which is fucking bullshit yeah we are not you know i know but i think i I think the argument for abolishing the police though isn't to necessarily replace them with nothing it's to replace them with the correct type of oversight uh uh, depending on the scenario right yeah but that's why why you know what you get then but you, you get areas where you have like a sarpanch in control and each area has got a different little lax set of rules that's what you're gonna get you need a police framework you need a oversight you know, it, i agree don't get me wrong i agree like i don't think you can get rid of the cops outright i think i still think you need the police but i don't think you need it at even like like i think that maybe 20 percent of what they are would be effective for what we need it for in canada like, yeah, sure, but maybe even in the states, we haven't even tried it. Like, dude, too many people are armed and killing. Too many people are armed there, man. Also, stats that say uh, um, they've done studies where in high crime areas, more policing policing actually leads to reduction in Worse. crime. No, no, reduction, reduction in crime, reduction in crime. because there's literally does. more cops there. How am I going to pop off if there's literally a cop in front of me? Do you know what I mean? No, but that's the reasoning for more people of color and people uh, in lower income brackets. Carding is the bad thing. Carding leads to uh, discrimination. But if the cops is there patrolling and not doing anything, yeah, it's obviously going to re- reduce crime. Because if I like, for example, when I'm like, dude, when I'm taking a, I was taking a left onto a street and there was a cop. So you know when you take a left, it's the and someone's taking a right. It's the it's the. Uh, right person's turn to go always right the yeah, left right away the left has to wait till the right goes correct mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the cop was turning left the guy who's turning right was so freaked out the guy just fucking stopped and insisted the cop go so the thing <laughs> yeah. is whether you're doing something wrong or right yeah. just the presence of police is a deterrent you right? know what we need you know what we need we need a bunch of robocops I don't know because you need someone with emotions to understand people, right? You need compassionate well, people. No, I know, but like Sachin's right. Like for in terms of like traffic infractions and shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Fucking let's, replace let's, all these fucking idiots. Let's like, stop my care. resources yeah. on that shit. Have a camera. My area, yeah. my area got 
majority of the speed cameras they got installed in Brampton got installed smack dab in my area. I can't go to Timmy's without passing two of them. And you know what happened? I'll tell you right now. People used to zoom up and down Fern Forest like it was nobody's business. I haven't seen anyone speed in over a month, bro. And speeding yeah. in, in Brampton specifically, because I grew up in Mississauga. I spent 10 years in Mississauga as well. It's it's a, a more of an epidemic in Brampton. Yeah. Uh, it, it, maybe it's because you attribute speeding to a younger population because Brampton's one of the youngest cities. So it's, it's a statistical thing. But yo, it's bad in Brampton. It is. Speeding, speeding, I'm down with, I, I know there's the whole debate about photo radars and stuff. I think if you set it like a, you know, 15 clicks or more or a percentage more, right? Um, It should, it should be like a luxury tax. And I'm totally yeah. down with luxury tax. It can't be just one over. Like you can't fucking start ticketing people for one. Okay. Over. No, but I think they have to tell people it's one over, but then actually have like a secret set of rules where like, you know, seven eight kilometers over is fine because if you tell people there's a 15 kilometer leeway they're gonna take that 15 kilometers. or here's what you do here's what you do maybe you go okay it's, it's a 14 kilometer leeway um and then one in ten people that are going one more over are getting a ticket just by uh, lottery negative yeah, yeah. lottery yeah lottery yeah. that's interesting i would determine or, or if i would i would take over, the chances if you're <laughs> If you're 50 over, you don't get towed. You get publicly flogged in Tahir Square. Yeah. They should hang yeah. your car in the town square. Yeah. Your face. Your no, face no, but I, I'm not lying. Like, they just drop it from a building. Yeah. Yo, when they first put those cameras up, I'm like, this is BS. This is that. And I'm also concerned about speeding in there. Yeah, there's a lot of school zones here. A lot of kids walking around and shit. And I swear to God, maybe for two, three weeks, people are still speeding. Then when everyone got to know the cameras are there, People cruise through the neighborhood at 40, 50, which is good and bad now because I got to listen to a bunch of Sindhu songs every day because before you would just catch like one word of the song. Now you catch like two, three lines of that shit as they're driving by. So <laughs> it's the good and bad, you know what I mean? Everyone should just get it themselves on a little kick scooter. I'm telling you, there's a company in Toronto. Who sent it to me today? Someone sent me uh, an article. Uh, a company in Toronto is building $4,000 electric vehicles like enclosed they kind of they kind of look like a smart car they're ugly as fuck well the, what do you mean like a smart car a smart car is not like a beautiful no but like even, even that electric car it looks like a three-wheel india rickshaw with doors oh. such you're talking such and you're talking to the guy who absolutely does not care if it's ugly like yeah, darshan will 100 percent buy this i'll buy this thing it goes but it's 32 kilometer top speed 100 kilometer range that's fucking perfect yeah, but where are you going to go at 32 kilometers? Where do you got to go any faster than that? Everything's within a five-kilometer radius. Homie, if you're at 32 kilometers on the street, you're going to get honked at. My car Buddy, idles, bikes, bikes my car go 30 idles kilometers. at 30 kilometers. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You have It's got to be a culture change. There's no reason to be going. If you got to go anywhere within five, 10 kilometers in the burbs is not really far right 32 kilometers an hour is 60 you're adding a few minutes but you're you're no you're saving way more like no more death no more gas i, I, I agree it becomes normal like i've been on my scooter it goes 30 clicks an hour takes me 19 minutes to get from the office to my house and then it takes 13 minutes in a car you know you're two shades away from being in seattle and, and yelling defund the police. It's fucking guys on a scooter. What are you talking about? I've been yelling on, defang on. the fucking police for ages. No, but hold, uh, hold on a second, man. Thanks I for the compliment, by the way. No, I know. I agree with you <laughs> totally. <laughs> I, I agree with you totally. Like, there's no need that you need to be at Timmy's a minute earlier. 
Yeah. I agree with you totally. However, in our society where oh, I don't have enough time, I don't have the time to this, I need time to do this. Time has been given, even though it's an artificial construct that's created by us, but it's been given such importance that anything you do that imposes or takes away time from somebody is going to meet with huge amounts of resistance. You need to Yo. get those cars up to 60 kilometers an hour, <laughs> then we'll talk. Well, then I think it, I think it's uh, the classification it falls under. Yo, so, the thing is, yo, the distance is the problem. Like Brampton, Brampton, yeah. everything is so far away. But all yeah, in eight to ten, like it's eight <laughs> oh, kilometers from away. my house to here. But what in Brampton can't you get to? That's also bad. Poor city planning. Like if you have Terrible. to go more That's than two thing. kilometers, one end, from, one end of Brampton, the other end is sometimes thirty-five minutes. I get it, but then that's why you take more roads, cars off the road. You implement these electric vehicles. And this is going to happen in 40, 50 years anyway. That's There's no other fucking solution. Then you're going to have public bu buses that can fly down the main streets. And your problems are solved all, well, all over. Yo, you I know what they did? You know what they did in Vaughn? And uh, I think it's on Highway 7. They they redid the entire road. Yeah. And Beautiful. the center, they've got two lanes, one going each way for buses, only for buses. Yeah. And yeah. then a center area where everyone can, you know, Hop on the bus or Vaughn is so well too. done. The only problem it has is not coastal. It's what do you yeah. mean coastal? It's landlocked. Yeah, like, like it's like a it's perfect. Like it's so well planned now, but it's connected to downtown, which is crazy. All the way from fucking practically Wonderland yeah. to downtown. Black Creek, Black Creek Drive. We'll take yeah, it. yeah. So, um, but but like realistically, like you said, the the problem is in the initial city planning. Like there was no. Yeah. There's no regard whatsoever for public transit. Look, right? Brampton, it's so hard. Brampton got so much wrong. It's not even just the public yeah, transit. They got lot. everything yeah. wrong. But look well, at the Brampton, amount of cost you'd save going 32 kilometers. You're going to save hundreds a month not having to pay Brampton car insurance, not paying gas maintenance, all this shit. Quality yeah. of life would so go up. People could like, oh, I got to go. I got to wake up 20 minutes earlier to save. Uh, fuck yeah. It's almost like your your cost of living, everything has gone down. So you well, can have more time. I think the car, even in general, the car is a dying thing. I know of two people that I've been talking to recently, homies of mine, who their wife is work from home now and they're work from home three days a week where they're seriously debating getting rid of their second car. Yeah. Because they're like, dude, the three days I work, she's working from home. She really doesn't need the car. Evenings and weekends, we have the car. So they're seriously debating what getting rid of it, you know. Yeah, well, they're seriously debating getting rid of both cars and getting one bigger minivan or something for everyone when they're going somewhere, and that's it. And that yeah. in Brampton alone, that that will save you like seven, eight hundred bucks when you add gas. Brampton is a shit planned city. It's it's a fucking disgrace. Look well, at just a, It's a place look, to live. Realistically, look, it's look just pure houses and, uh, and yo, that it looks funky. They could make it look better, but this is the first iteration. But yo, you could only have that if there's like normal cars on the road because yo you get clipped yeah. the thing so, is like imagine, it takes more room than a bike too yeah imagine getting clipped by a uh, a student driving an f-150 you're dead dude, that bumper is hitting you in the head dude imagine running into raj driving one of these yo yeah. it's pretty much uh it's <laughs> raj is just going for a walk <laughs> bounce right out <laughs> this is pretty much like a little uh sexier golf cart yeah, I wouldn't drive that. Well, Yo, we're, all gonna, we're all going to be driving these soon, bro. Don't worry. I, I feel like this kind of vehicle would work in an area where no cars are allowed and only yes. like... Europe, Europe like Amsterdam? 
this yes. is fucking dope, dude. Yes. Downtown, downtown Toronto, this could work. Or downtown, too, could work. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, King Street, you're not allowed how do, anything. How do but I turn off this screen share? Oh, here we go. Buses, cabs, and you could allow this. Hey, this should be fine. Speaking of Vaughn, I, w- I wanted to transition to this. So I, I recently, <laughs> I, I recently joined Twitter, even though I don't, I'd never understand Twitter. You guys would talk about Twitter. I had an account back in the days that I used like four times, and I'm like, this sucks. Um, I joined it again. It's amazing, and I'll tell you why. People can get bullied really hard on there. Like you could say something and then somebody takes a thread and starts <laughs> bullying you. And then somebody makes a point in that thread and it turns into a different thread. So now you're getting bullied by a million motherfuckers, right? Yeah. And then so, quote tweets, quote tweets. Yeah, it's crazy. Put someone on blast. Yeah. Yo, we bullied yeah. Jesse Sidhu. Look what happened. Yeah. Motherfucker blocked <laughs> us. Yo, so what happened is Adam Vaughn, and this is where, where kids should learn how they want to vote or what they want to do. Adam Vaughn, which is the Minister of Housing for the Liberal Party, and I'm not saying don't vote liberal, but if you're a millennial and you're looking to break into the housing market, get your first house or whatever, he did an interview on a show and people are absolutely ruining this man's life. Um, He essentially said in his interview, as he was laughing, no word of a lie, he was laughing and giggling, and they put up a post of since 2015 when the liberals took power, how under the conservatives, the house pricing's like this, and then since 2015, it's like that, right? And they put it up, and they said, this is the house price growth. He giggled like a schoolgirl, like this was the best thing he's ever seen. And he said, oh, the Canadian housing market is great for foreigners who want to buy something or park their money into safe investments. And then he paused, and he goes, it's not so great for Canadians. Um, and he was just cool. saying this, um, like it's cool? Yes. And then he, uh, the guy that was doing the interview, I guess, realized, oh, shit, he's looking really bad here. So the guy, the guy came out and said, you know, maybe house pricing needs to get cur- curtailed a bit, like 10%, which, mind you, has gone up 30% in the last year. So 10% is like the last three months again, right? And he basically said, no, that's not acceptable. Because then the people who bought in the last three months are underwater already. Okay, so... <laughs> So he's getting absolutely destroyed on Twitter by everyone. And these are realtors like uh, John Fasalis, Ron, the mortgage guy. And they're all like, Ron, the mortgage guy. Yeah. Ron, (laughs) no, no, uh, I know that guy, but this, this, you know, Sachin listens to talk radio. Yeah. Ron, Ron, (laughs) Ron Butler is actually one of the well-known mortgage guys in Toronto, but they're basically destroying him and going, so the Liberal Party is so out of touch. Like, instead of talking about affordability and how do we get the young kids into the market, how do we get people to this market, they're essentially celebrating this 30% price increase and telling you that they're not going to let it go down, even 10%. Okay? Dude, they, they can't. They're, most people have property. You know what I'm saying? No, but here, here's the thing. Do you not Okay. If I put my money into stocks... Okay. And they go down. Does the government backstop me? Even my RSPs. That's my retirement, right? So why is the government backstopping housing prices? I think it's the nature of the situation. It's because they've never done this before in Canadian history, but they've been doing it since 2014. Because they got nothing else going for them. They're real. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? People don't realize it's terrible. I, and I'm talking about my younger nephews and everyone, and I hear these conversations. They're leaving. 
But yo, but how do you know this isn't part of what they want? They want people to spread out to smaller towns. No, no, no. And no, it's no. happening. It's not, uh, dude, when I'm saying leaving, I'm not talking about leaving the smaller towns. Because oh, right leaving. now, Win- Winnipeg has gone up 70% in the last two years. Yeah. Calgary's gone up. Ed- There's no safe spot to move to in Canada. It's, you talk to Halifax. Well, it's yes. relative. There's always something cheaper. Like a million could be, okay, so you said two million is too much for someone in Toronto, but one million Mississauga is cheap for them. Or, or the, not no, they, neither are getting one million Mississauga, but anyway. The, but. The, 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 that's what I'm trying to say. The problem they're having in the last year, it yeah. was Toronto-Vancouver problem. The problem that's been happening in the last two years, it's become a Canada-wide problem. Mm-hmm. Every city in Canada, you have Halifax, where average incomes are half of what they are here, and houses are five, 600000 in Halifax. Mm-hmm. Dude, New Zealand has apparently a huge housing bubble. Like a huge housing bubble as well. Ours is worse. Ours is worse percentage-wise. But you know what New Zealand no, 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 is? It is. It is I, I'm not saying yeah, it's but, worse, but I'm saying it's But, but he, here's the difference. New Zealand recognized that, and they came up with a bunch of rules last month that essentially bans foreign ownership. It bans investors. Well, not bans them, but they're going to get taxed at a much higher rate and all this other shit. They're doing something about it. The yeah. Canadian government is doing nothing about it. And they're happy with the status quo. They admitted that it's foreign investors parking their money, but what's going to end up happening, and this works for the liberals too, is is um, all the people that can't afford houses here, the younger people are going to leave. They're going to go to the U.S. They're going to go to other countries. Why would you stay in Canada when it's legit the highest taxed, lowest paid for the same job? Like if you're in your IT sector, yeah. it's the lowest paid. But do you think the maybe there's tax. a plan to make Canada just a country for rich people? Is that maybe part of their plan? Like it could be by no, design. What if they don't give a fuck? Oh, we're losing poor people, rich people coming in. But that should be even more alarming for liberal supporters. No, I think, I think it's one of those things. This is, uh, but it's outside of the political parties. It's too big of a, it's too big of a problem to handle because, well, not no, really because no one's gonna like the, like the conservatives would be even worse on this it's not like they're gonna they they're gonna be like oh we'll make cheap housing in fucking all our uh, uh conservation areas that's sort of what they want to do the ndp would be like no houses over 2500 square feet 25 no, no house really needs to be over that no they're gonna say they're gonna say 300 square foot per person in the household why do you need more than 300 square feet per person? And then, and then you're going to have Indians living in mansions because we're going to have like 20 people in the house. Well, why not now. tax? Maybe you do a luxury tax over 4,000 yeah, square foot. It's property tax. It's no, 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 no. You, you can't keep taxing people. You can't tax your way out of this mess. I, I have a solution for it right now. Uh, you want to hear it? Well, like, no, we're just no, let's go on to the next topic. What do you guys? <laughs> there is three things the government can do right now that will stop this insanity. This okay. insanity is not being driven by the first time home buyer that's trying to get into the market. That's not what's happening. It's, no, I feel it's, it's investors and flippers that are going to these sales offices and buying 10 houses at a time and they're showing up later on as assignment sale. And we I all know, said, we all know one. I thought you said investors and dippers, which is also true. <laughs> also true. There's three things you said that flippers, you can do. and I was like, "There's three things that you can do." Okay, look, home line of equity, right? Currently, you cannot buy a house. Darsh, if you go to buy a house, you cannot buy a house with borrowed funds. It, they will not allow it. It has to be down payment saved, correct? However, you can take money out of your home line of equity, which is essentially borrowed funds against your equity, and buy a house. 
because they don't view that as borrowed funds. Okay? And well, 90%, right? yes, 90% of these people that are buying like four or five houses at once from these uh, builders and then flipping them as assignment sales are taking money out of their home line equities. Okay? So the three things they need to do right now is the down payment is higher if it's your second property. Right now they have it at 20%. It should be 30 to 40 percent. If you're if you're gonna have the jigra to buy a Dubji property, come with the down payment. Home equity line of credit should not be allowed as a down payment on a house. Period. If you want to do that, sell your house and buy two, three of them. Because you're essentially so basically what's happening is people that own houses are gaming the system because they're borrowing money from that house to buy another house. Meanwhile, you as a yeah happening forever yeah. Yeah, but you as a first-time buyer can't borrow money from anything to buy a house. You have to have a down payment saved, which right now the average couple with expenses that doesn't have help from their parents, it's 32 years to save a down payment in Toronto. 32 years when you take out the average couple's income and what they pay for rent and car payments, everything, it would take you 32 years to come up with a down payment. But anyways... Those are, that's it. Those are the three things. Or Oh, and uh, when you do sell your investment property, you, your gains taxes are higher. That's it. Three things. No home line of equity. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not, it's just, it's not, I mean, higher than it is now. So no home line of equity to purchase a house, period. Okay. If you're buying your second property, you need 30 to 40% down and use higher capital gain tax when you sell your second property. You do those three things, you calm down the market like this. Mm-hmm. And I know you have to look out for homeowners, but you know what? A vast majority of those homeowners have kids and they have kids that they don't want to see move to the States when they graduate. They will agree with it. If their house takes a 10 or a 15% price hit, that takes them back to May of last year. <laughs> or not even, that takes them back to December. Yeah, you dude, think they're going to complain? Condo in London, someone bought it for like 380 in 2018 and then mm-hmm. sold and some sold for 620. That's wild. And then what, what kills London. me, yeah, London, London Ontario. And you know what, you know, you know what kills me is then you'll have guys like, and I, I don't want to name them by name, but, but I'll do it anyways, because I don't give a fuck. But our homeboy Jasper that will say stuff like, oh no, 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 housing's gonna keep going up. How do you take an asset that's gone up 200 percent in the last four yeah. years and assume it's gonna keep going up at this rate? It can't. And the reason why I'm saying this as someone who owns a house is I don't want to see my value crater because that's what they're getting at. They're, they're blowing up the bubble so big that when it does pop, it's going to be hurt for everyone. If they control it now, I want to see two to 4% a year increases in price. I don't want to see 20%. That's a problem. Yeah. Because people, that, originally buy, people originally buy them for, um, to make or an investment would have been to make money on the rent and that's exactly. paying into the equity. That's what sort of the scheme would what make What you sense. have now is speculators. So yeah. investors used to come up to a place and they'd say, okay, what's the cap return? And you'd say 3%, 4%, whatever, positive. And they'd say, okay, it's worth it for me to park some money here. I'm getting 4% positive. The trade, the long-term trade-off was in 20 years when you paid the place off, you had all this cash sitting there. People now are putting money out of their pocket. They're buying condos, putting 500 out of their pocket after taking rent. And, yeah. and their only bet is that in five years, it's going to go up in price. So if you're betting for the price increase, you're a speculator. 
if you're doing it based on the rent returns, you're an investor. There's a big difference. Yeah. So, Historically, though, the price increase has worked, right? Of like, course it it, like, all I can say from our perspective, every property we've had has always gone up in value. Right? Of course. So, and that's what well, it it's not. Yeah, it, it for should. sure. It so, but they were like reasonable gains. Like you at, buy a house at five hundred grand, you pay like you yeah. sell it for six twenty five, like two three years later. Well, that's what I'm saying. At, yeah. at a three to four percent a year clip, it's yeah. perfect because then in in twenty years your property's gone up eighty percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. What's the happening is you now, can't backtrack. You, this is the issue. Yeah, when you when you start seeing parabolic increases like this in anything, like the tulips back in the days in the forties, right? Anytime something parabolically increases, tulip. it will always correct. Tulip is Wait. that tulip story is the most boomer comparison ever because yeah, they apply it to like Bitcoin and like there is not this. It's not the same thing because a tulip is actually useless too, right? Well, yeah, also, but, it's but, like unlimited supply. Yeah, yeah it's inflationary. It's inflationary. You know, right, <laughs> Bitcoin, motherfuckers. You don't yeah. have to do shit with tulips. They just show up every year. Yeah, but, but see, what I'm trying to say is, is anytime you have a parabolic increase like this, it always ends poorly. And what I feel for now is anyone who's bought in the last six, seven months that's been outbidding people like crazy, trying to trying to get this property. Oh, I want this property. It's very hard because I have uncles that live through '89 and '90, and they they'd say it was a, a ten year point of depression because my uncle bought his house for 650 and he goes every time a house would sell on the street a year or two later for 300 he goes, i couldn't i wouldn't Fuck. eat for a week even though dude, he had no plans of selling it he was living there it just it was 10 years of depression dude i remember when it was normal to wait like six seven months for a house to sell like yeah. it would take ages you now it's like it's like Eight you're returning market. something at Costco. If you're basically now, if your house doesn't sell within a week, it means you've overpriced it. Yeah, it's eight days on market is your average right now, and yeah. your average in the GTA is 120. No, sorry, 112 percent of listed. So houses are selling for 12 percent more than listed on average, yeah. and they're selling in eight days. Well, that's fine if you look at the fundamentals of a city like Toronto, but this is happening in Thunder Bay. This is happening in Barrie. This is mm. happening in Collingwood. This is happening in buttfuck nowhere, Simcoe County in Cayuga. So it, it makes no sense right now what's happening. Yeah. But it, it's investors are messing up the market and Adam Vaughn admitted it. And now today he's on Twitter. He's getting blasted. But today he's on Twitter trying to backtrack. And, and now he's writing stuff like, oh, yes, we do have to go after investors and inter institutional investors and blah, 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 blah. So that first time buyers can have a home. He's not going to do nothing. None of them are going to do anything. But but the funny part is then everyone's like, well, the government shouldn't be in the housing industry. Bingo, they shouldn't. So then they shouldn't have moved to, to at the start of the pandemic to preserve prices. When CMHC released the report saying prices are going to drop 18% because of coronavirus, mm -hmm. and they started quantitative easing and buying all the bonds. So they created this problem by flooding the banks with cheap money to land out in mortgages. 40% of housing bonds right now have been bought by the Bank of Canada. So that means the wow. Bank of Canada owns essentially 40% of the mortgages in the last two years that have been issued. So how are they not involved in the market? They're directly involved in the market. Mm. And it's going to create a problem. I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a crash coming in. Whoever's bought 
we like there's obviously homes that like submit anything over two million dollars you don't have to worry about because they don't parabolically go up in price and they don't parabolically come yeah. down in price either it's the people that have paid 850 there's townhomes in in brampton selling for nine hundred thousand dollars get your head around that yeah no. It's five crazy. years ago, five years ago, those townhomes, I remember going to a builder's office to see one. It was three seventy-five to four hundred and five thousand. Five years yeah. ago. Yeah. And they're selling for nine hundred thousand dollars townhomes in Brampton. So it's yeah. gonna end poorly. But anyone who, who listens to this and still votes liberal after, even if you're a homeowner, you're an idiot. Because that but, will ruin our country. Who, 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 come on. Dead. Come on. <laughs> That's disingenuous, man. You have to, dude, you have to know that it's not going to be any better. With it might not be. Other, it might be not worse. be. It might yeah. not be, but they just admitted that this is what they're doing. No, so but it's not. I, but they so admitted they it just what... lie about it. And I mean, I understand your point, Sachin, but he just said the quiet part out loud. The All these well, fuckers know the same thing. None of, there's no government will to change this. None. Only time I did see any government will to change this is when the NDP took over in BC. And they did start investigating into basically... The buyers the, the, no, the snow washing of the money at the casino and how all this illegal drug money oh, yeah. is being funneled through the Canadian uh, housing market. And they mm. started the investigation and they, they went with it. They created an RCMP division to investigate it further and the Liberals disbanded that division and quietly buried it. And that's exactly what happened. You can read up on this if you want. So, well, not surprised. Oh, I'm just saying we're up Shit's Creek. We're gonna run into a situation where we're India, where our young kids in the future are gonna be getting student visas and going to study somewhere else because they're like at the future, Seriously, that's okay. the problem. I, in I, India. Don't, I don't think it'll be like India. India has like a fucking billion people. Like, so I, I think, think the plan is, where's where do you go, right? And which is, uh, you got to do what your parents did. Our parents fucking left the place. Some people got to leave a place now too. It just is what it is. I think there's some things that are too, I don't know how you, it's too big of a machine to fix. I feel like there's other problems that we got to worry about. Yeah, wealth. What, what do you mean? I just told you how to fix it right now in two seconds. What, what do you well, think? Yeah, but that's, that sounds great. But who's going to implement that? No one's going to vote for NDP. We vote, already know liberals are. No, I'm not talking about voting. I told you the three things to pass tomorrow that will not. They won't probably won't even drop. No, I'm. But it'll take give a away big Adam thing. Said, no, no, no. Give but it will take. Said, like, do you think that'll ever happen? No. No, no it's no, not going to happen. I, I don't think it's going to drop home prices, but that will calm everything down. And, and dude, you won't have multiple like, biddings. The other thing is, as Canada becomes more of a world class destination, we're not world class. In some in regards, we are. Bro, uh, to me, to me, I see you chuckle. Is Canada even remotely close to world class? No, buddy, it's gonna get there. In like, I'm you talking hear next... this argument all the time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't think Toronto? Toronto is one of the best cities in the world. Toronto's a bunch of Toronto's a bunch of restaurants, bro, in condos. That's it. <laughs> there's no art life here. There's, there's nothing. There's, we That's because you're street. removed from well, it. You don't know what's well, there, we'll, right? We'll have we'll have one street that we'll gravitate to and say, look. There's two no, that's when you live in the burbs. Here. That's when you live in the burbs. When you live no, in the burbs, you go Toronto. to the two streets. No, no, but when yeah. you live in the burbs, you go to Toronto, you only know the two streets. When you live downtown, you know that those two streets you don't go to because Bro, that's okay. where the suburbanites go. 
Go to New Orleans. Go to go to New York. Go to Chicago. Those are cities. What? Okay? New Orleans? Really? You ever been to New Orleans? You ever been to New Orleans? New Orleans. That New Orleans has a character that's so New Orleans that you know. You can smell it in the air there. We have a giant concrete dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 had a rubber duck floating around our harbor. Yeah, that rubber dick made a rubber dick. That rubber I duck think, made us a lot of money too. I think has a more of identity and identity than uh, Toronto does. Who does? Vancouver. Vancouver. Thousand percent. Vancouver's identity is the landscape. Vancouver's yeah. garbage. If that's it wasn't. Oh uh, no! Yeah. If you if that you helps. go, that helps. If you go, no, but if Vancouver you go would be nothing. Vancouver, Vancouver, no one no, would even dude. take a stop to take a shit in if it wasn't yeah, for the city. But, yeah, I mean, so the, the, the nature was nature there. Was the there. no, but if you go downtown Vancouver and, and you go to the places like Yale Town, Gastown, all these, they have a a identity. Dude, they have a feeling. Dude, they're one tiny little block, and we have ten of those here. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Ours are shit. That's no, they're not. You haven't been down. When's the last time you went downtown? Toronto is dope, bro. Dude, I've, I can say now, I've traveled over the world. Toronto has some pockets that are like Danforth, Queen East, Leslieville, Kensington, uh, Ossington, Bloor West Village, Bloor West. You're just naming subway stops. No. Anything on the Bloor line, yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. But you're, you're used to King West. Even distillery is nice. It's like it's really nice. It's like a fucking distillery is really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's pretty and much you, what and, Yale and, Town and you is. Can, you, you can walk distillery in two point three seconds. My yeah, but what you think? But you think Yale Town and Gas Town or whatever are big? No, but my my fat ass can get from one end of distillery to the other mm. end in exactly three seconds. And then I remember going to distillery, and I'm like, "This is it. This is like, what the fuck is this?" It was like three seconds, and then I sat at the the one bar patio steam was Yeah, but it's been it's and one left. Is some expansion? I wouldn't say shit, but it's what Chandigar, we have. Right? What, has a better feeling than downtown Toronto, bro. I don't know, bro. You have not gone downtown Toronto enough. You're 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 going from a lens of going to the typical clubs on fucking. Okay, um, okay, maybe Richmond, maybe, it, maybe it is, right? is that where you were? Like in the fucking oh, douchebag okay. zones? Hooker Hardy. But but listen, that's um, a dope area oh, now. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is dope, but to call it Toronto dope in that area. Yeah, it is to, to call Toronto world class, bro. Come on, man. dude. It's it's getting there. It's one of the creative epicenters of the world right now. Some of the most creative shits coming out of there. Look at even artists, uh, talent that's coming out of Toronto. Uh, yo, to give you another example, a lot of movie, lot of movie and TV studios are in Toronto. Yeah, and a lot of like, yeah, uh, the tax like for instance, my cousin. It doesn't matter. It's Regardless, the, the facilities there. Yo, talent yeah. matters, dude. Dude, it fucking matters, man. Dude, my cousin's working on my cousin's working on the boys, bro. Yeah, it's also facilities, such and like some of the studios are fucking massive and they're like accessible and and it's it's a smooth operation in that regard. We're not a world. You can get you can do cheaper shoots probably in fucking Georgia, but they're still doing it. Brampton's more of a world class city. Oh my god, Brampton dropped the CL, bro. Brampton's number thirteen, by the way, in uh, Canada. In Canada, like I can't name thirteen cities in Canada. <laughs> well, I, okay, I I don't think we have more than like cities with a million and over. The only like, cities that I've been to that I feel like I have more character than Toronto, um, Montreal. Well, you can't also you also you're also giving you have you're weighing an age 
you're also you have to take into account if a city that's older is going to have more character and story. New York's a fucking hundred years older than Toronto, or more, or whatever the fuck. Toronto's pretty old. Toronto's not that old. Toronto's same age as New York. No, New York started getting built up like in the fucking 1700s. Uh, I think I think Toronto. If I I could be wrong, but I know Uh, New York had. I don't think Montreal. I think I prefer Toronto. Montreal, I think, has got two neighborhoods. Old Montreal, which is not much I, bigger I than the Stilly District. Toronto is pretty In old. terms of North America, the only cities that I think um, compete with Toronto are um, uh, Chicago, Chicago uh, uh, LA, LA. San, New York, and now people are, you haven't been to Austin, right? And a lot of people fucking hate New York. New York is nice I, to I visit, like, but living in New York is garbage. I don't like, I don't like New York either, but it'd be hard for me to say that um toronto has more going for it than new york but i think toronto's in the top three or four in north america okay do you want to hear something else wild can't compare north american cities to europe a because (laughs) and second is just their priorities are so so much more different their priorities way different their priorities are like so is the pedestrian their part yeah it's it's Uh, like amsterdam amsterdam blows any city in north america out of the fucking water london blows easily. any city in north america easily bro spain has siesta bro barcelona madrid do we have bro. anything with yeah. fucking vienna fucking for sure Venice. like those yeah. are yeah. but even bombay in itself yeah. has this aura yeah. bangkok they have this aura that yeah. is unmatchable in in the even in the west right however toronto in the summers is fucking amazing it is there's so much going on every fucking day there's some really cool shit you're talking like arts culture festivals dude there's I a lot guys we probably are a top five city in the world food wise for sure even for vegan food it's in the top 10 in the world now and that generally shows like how forward a city is too like the more concentration of a healthy and i, I think you guys are homers no no not I, a homer bro i'm I, telling you i'm I, biased i would rather I, live in I, barcelona I, I, I'd like Toronto to be a world-class city. Dude, it is. Live in it. Suchin, live in it. Go live in Toronto for a year, and you're going to be like, this place is fucking dope. Okay, you know what, Suchin? Okay, hold on, hold on. Based on what metric of affordability can someone do that? What do you mean? Okay, don't even live in it. We'll go out every fucking three times a week. We'll go out downtown, right? And I'll show you how dope it is. And you're going to be like, I fucking swallow my foot. And then I you're going to be like, I take back what nobody. I said. I, they're there was, unrelated. Yeah, there was, <laughs> oh, there's nobody during a pandemic. You're right. Yeah, there I went there last week. Shit was dead, homie. Shit was dead. <laughs> no, but, but, but you, you know what's wild about when you read New York? Because, you know, knows Manhattan property prices are crazy and all that other shit. Do you yeah, know affordability. Um, affordability? But it's not. Toronto's worse. When you base it on average income in the area, yeah. Income to price ratio. Toronto's the worst in the world. Yeah, I like yeah. the east. I like the east end most. I'm a big fan of the east end of Toronto. <laughs> yeah, it's For two reasons. One, it's not as busy as the west end. Yeah. And second, Toronto, <laughs> like you know, a lot of all major cities have this problem. But for some reason, I didn't really see it in London as much or Amsterdam at all. And but North America, it's problem. Like homelessness is a fucking problem, right? Like yeah, and I'm not blaming yeah. the homeless. I'm just saying Toronto, Vancouver, San Francisco. New York have fucking, they're dirty cities sometimes. Sometimes when you go to Young and Dundas to, and you start walking towards Eglinton, it's like you feel yucky. Because yeah, yeah, I'm not blaming the homelessness. I'm saying there's just such a fucking mess there. Well, they got to do something for them. 
They got, well, you know, you know why they they spent all their money on avocado toast and shit, so they got you got no money. <laughs> no, no, no one can afford. They're, they're shitting toast. in the streets. Apparently, in San Francisco, public defecation is a huge problem. San Francisco's a mess. California's fucked, dude. L.A. What's that place called? Kid Row. Kid Row, like it's. Comp- yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's a fucking mess. I um, I think that's a, a problem. I think that's a problem, and it's not a, it's not safe sometimes. Like, it doesn't not, feel like, yeah, there's like that sort of air of like, uh, I would let my fiance walk around like young and Dundas area past one in the morning alone. Sachin wouldn't let his wife walk around. I, w- I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't go there at all. No, but you know, I'm telling you the, the hyper capitalism okay. of North America yeah, um, is a facade that looks great from the outside, but slowly I'd and argue that quicker it now. Great, no, it does. Great. When you're in a different country and you're looking in, you think it's amazing. Sachin, here's what we're doing, but guys. Slowly, we're gonna do. We're no, doing no, this I'm with Sachin done, this I'm year. Done, I'm not oh, done. My thing. Okay, you're done never done. Thing. But but it's slow. <laughs> it's slowly. It's slowly crumbling. Right around us. Every Everything's country, crumbling. Everything. The the, uh, North the America, world. Yeah. We're finished. Our cities are finished. There's no money. There's no interest <laughs> by politicians. There's no interest by politicians to fix it. Is this is this we're called fun. nihilism? Is this nihilism? The yeah, word? I, I yo, I just have to say, I just have I don't to know if say, I'm using such a was on sabbatical, supposedly for <laughs> mental health reasons. And he came yeah. back fucking angrier than ever, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I reflected on what the problem is in North America and our society. Dude, and the problem you... is we don't care about anyone else. As long as we get our piece of the pie yeah. and our house price keeps going up and this and that, there's, there's no care for anyone. We don't well, that's, but the indi- that's indi- us and bring the next person up. But that's individualism, which what the West is ruled by, right? That's yeah, like, hyper, it's, a, it's that's just... Hyper-consumerism, hyper-capitalism. You could have a, 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 a freaking Civic, but you want the BMW. You Sami, you remember? BMW, and now you want the Maserati. That's yeah. what our problem. And I want the four thousand dollar electric shit box. So, so that's this, your problem. Yeah, problem. No, no, no. It's like Darsh. that's going to become normal eventually. People are going to wake up. No, it's, you aim low. That's a darshan issue. I'm not doing aiming low. How dope is it? I can fucking get where I need to, and I don't. The thing is, people want to live in excess, right? Like you don't need a multitude of the things that you have, right? You, we don't need the houses the size that they are. We don't need fucking the cars that we drive everyone can fucking totally get by on a toyota yaris no right uh, so in the, the day is like everyone's yeah. put, you're mad at it but you're participating in it i'm actually oh, not no, i know i'm part I'm of the acknowledge that. No, but no, i think i think i think um if you drive a lot i think having a good car makes a difference i think there's a big difference between a toyota yaris but it's a luxury to have it it's, yeah it's not it's a like requirement. It's a it doesn't disable you it's not disabling yeah. and it. yo small cars are pretty they're much better than small cars back in the day like no, small I cars have, back in, like like geo metros were terrible yeah. dude i drove like, a chevy spark the other day not the other day a few months ago i had to rent yeah. it when uh i even go to yashpa i'm like yo this fucking thing's fun he goes dude when i go to europe i only rent chevy sparks because they're like fucking the most fun little thing to drive like you, you, i was not expecting this little shit thing to be like fun you, to drive you know what's really fun to drive the fiat uh barth i think it's called or a barth Yes, both. holy shit! Guy I want. Do I want one? one. Yeah, the, are you talking about the two door, the convertible sports car? The sports sports car, yeah. That's yeah. a that's a Miata, by the way. They're the same car. Yeah. Oh, really? But Fiat yeah, Fiat could, has the A Barth edition Yo, or whatever that is. All these, yeah, all these new, uh, like new sports cars, 
it's always two companies collaborating. It doesn't make yeah. financial sense. Like yeah. this is well, the same way with the Supra and the the thing, the yeah, BRZ Mer- and the Scion eighty six. Yeah. Well, you, you, apparently, yeah. apparently Mitsubishi is coming out with a four thousand GT. You know, they used to have the three thousand GT, and they are collaborating with Nissan. Uh, from Nissan's 400Z yeah, That makes sense. I've been saying for years that Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi is fucking, their planning is terrible. Uh, but they need to bring back the Mitsubishi Eclipse. Yes, they did. They yeah. fucking but it's a need, crossover. Like, yeah, but it's a cross, man. Like, fucking bring the, I know. Bring the classic, because <laughs> it'll compete with the Toyota 86 and yeah. the BRZ. Well, right? I, I think they're bringing back the Mitsubishi 4000 GT. Or which is the 3000 GT, and it's gonna be on the uh, Nissan 400 platform. But yeah, yeah you're so right. A lot been... of car companies are doing that. Yeah, they're just collabing because otherwise it doesn't make financial sense for them to do it. Like, yeah, these like cars the... won't get made if two companies are not doing it. Yeah, the Maserati Yibli is the Chrysler 300. Yeah, and it's funny because the Yibli uses Dodge Caravan screen inside. Yes. Like, have you sat yes. inside it? Yes. It's not good. It's not yeah, all, all the <laughs> all the switches and turns are off my Dodge. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not ideal. Yeah, no, no. you're paying Maserati money. Yeah, you're paying yeah. Maserati money for for the engine essentially. The rest. Yeah, of the, the only thing it has, and the engine's like whatever. Even that, that's good. The engine sounds incredible. Maserati sound yes. amazing. Yes. Yeah, that's what they're. That's what the best thing about them. But but it, Darsh, if you buy, I'm not even lying. If you buy that four thousand dollar car, I do want to take it for a spin. <laughs> You know, here's the thing. I think what people, what the ultimate liberation is not to not, it's not even money. It's to not give a fuck what people think, right? So a lot of what, even what you're saying and come across is people are making their purchases based on what people think. Oh, I don't want to be seen in a Yaris. I look like a bitch, right? So it's that, it's that insecurity that is plaguing people from mm-hmm. making decisions that are better for everybody. But it's just, it's showmanship. It's just like, you know, ego feeding that's constantly... Contributing to this capitalistic bullshit, right? I agree, I agree with that, but perception matters, unfortunately. Like, for example, like I'm a lawyer, right? And I was yeah. talking to the boss about this. And he's like, I'm like, how do you deal with perception in terms of like the car you drive? And he's like, yo, if I'm going to a client who is worth like 20, 30 million dollars and I take a Yaris or a Camry, he's not gonna yeah. but here's what you there's like, ways around it. But so- he's like, if I take my if I take my Porsche to a client who is like, I'm doing pro bono work for to barely pay for things. He's going to think I'm too expensive for him. Like I can't, I, yeah. I can't afford him. Unfortunately, um, I'm not saying like fucking, I, I do agree. I think most of what every human being does is for perception. And I think it's ridiculous. And it's perception for people who really don't give a fuck about you. They'll think of you for it's 10 seconds and you'll keep, keep on thinking about impressing them. But I do think in certain certain respects, in certain professions, in certain certain areas, perception does matter, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm even like if I'm gonna go meet a client and in any field, right? And I'm wearing chapels, or if I'm mm-hmm. wearing like this shirt, yeah. Uh, in my mind, I think it's stupid <clears throat> that we have to wear suits to court. I think it's stupid in my mind. But you still have to. You have to. The statistics prove, like, if you wear blue or if you're an mm-hmm. inmate and you wear a suit chances of you getting a better sentence or higher for sure i do agree with darsh like for example the biggest i think worse than cars i think clothing is the biggest like this italian restaurant kleinberg and i was sitting with simran who's really into clothing and she said that there 
there was this person who was wearing a Balenciaga shirt. It just says Balenciaga on it. And I said, sir, how much is that shirt? She's like, it's probably around 500 bucks. I'm like, it's just this Balenciaga on it, right? And yeah. I'm like, my outfit was like 70 bucks total that day without my shoes. And I'm like, I feel like I look better. And she's like, you do look better. But she's yeah. like, that is legitimately <clears throat> perception, right? He wants to project that. Project. You want to project him. But then I also do understand, who, like people, some people have like, like I do also, and like she's really into clothes. Sonny's really into cars. Yeah. Some people are into things and you don't see that thirstiness though. Well, that's the thing. I think I think a large part of what I'm trying to say is people that, huh? They're they're into tech, but you don't shove that down someone else's throat that I have the best computer or I have the best phone or ever this. It's just that's your that's your playground, right? And you play. Uh, I I think it's. I think it's. Sorry, go on. Sorry, go on. No, I thought I thought you were. uh, I think it's like okay. A large part of it is it applies to like living within your means, right? It's obviously different when you're a lawyer and so on. And business, it does the perception makes sense, of course. I'm talking about like a lot of the stress comes from people who think they need that. Hundred percent, and they chase it. They keep chasing. And there's cars you can get. Like this is one of the things Sunny told me when I bought the Mini. He goes, "What's so sick about the Mini is you can take these to a meeting and no one will ever think." You're not yeah. doing well. It's one of those That's cars. exactly right. Yeah. It's one of those cars. Car Yo, like the Tesla. Toyota Prius. Toyota Prius, Toyota same Prius. way. I want a Toyota yeah. Prius. Yeah. Like, dude, like, the BMW i3, same thing. You know, you know, uh, you know, Bill, Maher. Bill Maher drives yeah. a Prius. Fucking, what's his name in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Prius. Chevy like, Volt. Chevy Volt is one. Yeah. yeah. Tesla 3 is one. Yeah. 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 Uh, so there's, you could be creative. Like, how does it get Sorry? Yo, honestly, <laughs> one thing I realized about phones and, and cars, because I'm not a tech guy or a car guy, is, yo, I get bored after three months. And I told my dad, I don't think I need, like, a pricey car ever. I'm like, yo, and I can't afford a pricey car on my salary. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to get something that's three $400 a month that it fills the quota that you guys just said, like a Spark or a Prius or a Tesla. Or do get a Mini. Like, it was, they're so fun. Yeah, minis are fun. They are or, fun. I love that. You know what car I love? The Fiat 500. Like, I those look that. so funky. Yeah. I like it too, bro. Those are cars that break that. The guys that you, you know, the perception barrier that you guys just talked about. Yeah. They break that somehow. Yeah. Because you come off as almost an enthusiast. Like, you come up, yeah. Yeah. it's kind no. of like a, the, you're, you're respected for the choice. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The funnest car, uh, the funnest car I test drove when I was looking for a car by far, like nothing even held a candle to it, was the Alfa Romeo Giulia. And the only reason I didn't buy it, it was uh, insurance. insurance. Yeah. yeah, had it listed as exotic, and I was a little unsure about reliability. I've heard it's garbage reliability. All I know, but that's also from uh, Top Gear, how they fucking just entirely rip on Alfa Romeo. No, but it's, it, Alfa Romeo has been known to have a really, really poor reliability. Bad reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Really but dude, by far the funnest car I've driven in my life. What I always find funny is someone who'll get like a Honda over like a Hyundai or a Kia because they think the Honda is the more prestigious. I'm like, yo, if they're not fucking. But it's not. But but yo, legitimately, the Hondas and the Toyotas are way more reliable. It's not even compared. No, not even. But like based on what though? I think it's if you look on, at, it's not. That's not true though. If you actually look for the last ten years. Hyundai Kia actually score some of the highest in reliability and owner satisfaction, 98 out of 100. The, the only the problem, <clears throat> that's also because of the price point. Yeah, sorry, what are you saying? I think Toyota's have more recalls than any other company. They do. Toyota also, you know why? They also sell more. They, no, Toyota, but you know why? No, no, as a percentage, because they actually will fix stuff. <clears throat> so, like, 
and I'm not even lying because I, I, I've actually read up on the same on the forklift side. They have the most recalls on the forklift side, but it's because if they see something that concerns them, even if it's okay and you can just let it go, they're so oh. scared about maintaining their reputation as a very reliable piece of equipment that they'll issue the recall and fix the part rather than have the part fail for like 800,000 people. You get what I'm trying yeah, to say? They're, so yeah. they're proactive on it. 100%. Whereas well, like you, we've seen where like GM and like Ford are. Yeah. Dude, Ford, the craziest thing was it was the Takata airbag with a GM yeah. or Ford when they actually GM, did the email came out where they actually did the math based on they think eight to ten people would die and it would be cheaper for them to pay the lawsuits out than it would be to fix the problem. Holy shit. So they, they let it slide. God. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. So that's that's fucking wild. That's what you're dealing with. And then I know somebody who works at the Chrysler plant. So for example, if there's a problem with Chrysler cars on the line, they let it go through the line and then they'll ship it to the dealer. So if a clip is missed on a bumper and then they'll put a bulletin out to the dealer and send the clip. Okay. The dealer never puts that kind of stuff. They just throw the clips in the garbage or whatever. Right. Companies like Toyota and Honda will stop the line. No matter how small the problem is, they stop the line, fix yeah. it, and then let the line go. Mm-hmm. There's no quality control with like these American brands. None. None. There is a thing. Like, yeah. Even, even Tesla, even Tesla, bro. Like my mama, uh, Josh's car, mm-hmm. the rear bumper was the wrong color. The white <laughs> was different. A brand new fucking car. He had to get the rear bumper repainted because it was the wrong color. Oh it's insane. God. Like, the, the, where's the quality control here? How are you delivering this vehicle to yeah, a Yeah, how did it pass all the tests? So yeah. many different ha- hands. Yeah. But e- even yeah. like my car is running on two years old now, and there's stuff yeah. on the interior that's breaking. Dude, I'm not it, surprised. They're not built it, to last. Like with Toyota and Honda. car. Yeah, dude. I know for Toyota for a fact, like when they were doing, when they introduced Lexus into the market, for instance, the LS, they lost money on these cars because they over-engineered them so the parts yep. would never fucking fail. And that's same why these the, cars... Yeah, same that's with the old SCs. The SC400s, yeah. if you can find an early 90s one, they're saying Toyota never made money on that platform because they yeah. made it, they sold it for six years, but they put so much money into engineering that car, yeah. they never made their money back. But those yeah, cars also break. They're the slowest to adopt and, and innovate because they spend years testing before. If they want to change yeah. the fucking dial, they're like, okay, let's spend... They're almost like the Apple of the car industry where they're like always behind in tech. But when they do come out with it, it works. It's right, right. yeah. yeah. Um, That's why they were slow with uh, Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Apple CarPlay other, cars yeah. have had it, other cars have had it like since like 15, 16, and Toyota's now getting them in the last yeah, like, year the or two. Car. Yeah, the uh, new cars. And, uh, but another thing Toyota I think is doing smart is that like they really went all in on the hybrid thing. And it was a really good transition from uh, gas to full electric. Because, uh, yes. yo, there is legit anxiety for buyers who want range. To, yeah, it, like the range anxiety is a real thing. Uh, yeah. And we're, we're, we don't have enough like charging stations for it to be convenient to buy like electric as your only car right now uh yeah. like I think here's the most reliable cars of 2020 hmm. sorry did I, I didn't see i didn't hear if you finished no go ahead, go ahead okay uh honda didn't make the list really no toyota prius prime of course because they've mastered that little thing right yeah. uh how much is that car prius is amazing. Like the hybrid one the hybrid one's in the high 30s i might lease that bitch you know that you know that off green color 
Oh, wait, they're yeah, all hybrid, yeah, aren't yeah. they? They're all hybrid. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. My bad. The Prius the is all hybrid, grid. but they have a Prime. Anything that says Prime is a plug-in hybrid. Yeah. So the RAV4 Prime is incredible. Like, plug-in really plug hybrid gets you the uh, green license plate. Regular hybrid doesn't. So you can't do yeah. carpool lanes in the hybrid, but plug-in hybrid you can. you can. Number three, Mazda Miata, which is the same as the Fiat, right? Yeah, that's really it's, surprising. Mazda's yeah. generally not great. No, you know why? They, that platform's been around so long. Yeah, that yeah. Engine, same thing. Yeah, it's, it's always been the same size. Same number four yeah. is Toyota 4Runner. Uh, so three of the top four are Toyota, which is what they yeah. do because they just do. They're like they slow play. Yeah. Um, uh, five is the Hyundai Kona, which is like sold out left, right, and center, which is also I one of the best selling electric yeah. cars. Uh, and then three Lexus cars, and then two more Mazdas. And Don't then. Huh? So basically seven of the cars are Toyotas in the top 10. Yeah. yeah. And then three yeah. Mazdas, one Hyundai. It's all, it's all Toyota, Mazda, and Hyundai top 10. Yeah. And the Mazda is surprising. I didn't expect ten, that. Here's a 10 least reliable Jeep Wrangler, which is uh, awful. Historically, that's yeah. like by trade. Although I've heard the more Terrible recent uh, Chevy Cam uh, Camaro. Uh, Tesla Model X, number three worst. Yo, such a number four, the Alfa Romeo Julia. There you go. <laughs> Volkswagen Tiguan, Volkswagen Atlas, the Chevy Traverse. What a beautiful car, though. Yeah. Chevy Traverse, Chrysler Pacifica, Acura MDX, and the GMC Canon, uh, Canyon. But what, what's interesting is, like, if you're buying new, a lot of this stuff doesn't fucking matter, right? Because, for example, Hyundai Kia, five years, 100,000. That's insane. You're covered, right, with the new car, so you don't have to worry about that. Toyota, I think, only does three years. Yeah. But to put the, years one of the motivations to buy a Toyota is if you're going to keep it used, which a lot of people don't, right, because they retain value. Yeah. Like, we always buy used. Subaru's also a lot of value. What's, what, what Dodge, uh, like, I know what their stated warranty is, but their actual warranty uh, based on ownership experience is uh, three uh, minutes after you pull out of the lot uh, after that they don't yeah. cover anything they don't stuff, cover anything yeah. and and they lose value by 40 to 50 percent yeah, yeah i've had stuff go wrong yeah. in that car and gone back and they're like that's not warranty and i'm like uh the car's four months old but what i meant with my original that's not covered that's not covered that's like not covered. right after like, they hand you right after yeah. they hand you that way that's with Dodge. my car I told them event, last oh. time I went, I don't even bother anymore. I just get it fixed now. But last time I went to the dealer, I was like, why don't you guys just give me a list of what's covered? This, that would be like a lot easier. Just write yeah, down the yeah. two things that you do cover. It'll, it'll, put on a, <laughs> it'll be on a, it'll be on a post-it note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even go there anymore. Now, now when something breaks, I just take it to my mechanic and get it fixed. Yeah. Cause every time I've gone there, they keep your car. They tell you, drop yeah. it off. They yeah. keep it. Yeah. Um, they don't give you a loaner. So you, now you got to have another car and then they call you two days later. Oh, we see what the problem is. It's X, Y, Z, but that unfortunately is not covered under the warranty. You know, it's actually unbelievable that Chrysler's still in business. Yeah. With I know. This kind of fucking like this product and this after, after service, it's terrible. It's pathetic. Dude, it's bad the, forever. The, it's not like it's just now. The but, 300 in the charger in the challenger and all that is built on the platform that they stole from Mercedes in 05. It's built on a 05 E-class yeah. platform. Remember they were Daniel Chrysler? Yeah. Daimler. Daimler. So yeah, the, the, Remember the yeah, yeah, these are built on a 2005 E-class rear-wheel drive platform. They're a 16-year-old platform on those vehicles. Yeah. I think, they, I think what keeps them in business is the fucking Wrangler because they sell, they're so expensive just yeah. because of how they look. 
Yeah. Well, they are That's they it. are the number one car for off-roading, but how many people had to use them for that? Like they go untouchable for off-roading. I think the other thing, but what I, my original point was when I was saying Toyota Honda, like if you think if you're buying something for prestige, all those there's no difference. No one's gonna fuck you because you have a Honda over. Yeah, you know, nobody cares fuck about you that. For a I agree with that. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't sit there and think, oh, if I get an Accord, I'm fucking better than getting getting a fucking uh, Camry or something. Yeah, Sonata. or anything. Yeah. Sonatas look fucking stunning, right? And then, or the style, even Kia. I think because Kia, Kia also, their designer is one of the world's best designers too, right? Yeah, the, the Stinger yeah. is so nice. Yo, it's everything, really nice. they, top yeah. to bottom. They, even the new, their new stuff, the Optima, the Fortes, they're all Optima nice. looks beautiful. Nice. So yeah. I think it's like people need to be like, look, you're not if you're trying to floss you ain't fucking or is that the word is that what people say anyway whatever you're trying to do flex stunt yeah you can't stunt it with no fucking entry-level brand (laughs) that's what i'm saying unless yeah unless like four two four two halves by the way sorry continue final who's who's playing uh montreal toronto oh okay bro bro, we're like fucking 18 points ahead of you killed hey hey guys guys spoiler alert yo spoiler people may not know the score (laughs) they may also be like me that watch the game (laughs) they watch the youtube game the next day i watch the youtube nine minute i don't watch any more games i I don't find the score out boom nine minutes it's fucking great you get just as excited for a fucking highlight reel here's a question (laughs) i have for you guys i was watching a a a game the other day um uh never surrender no, the Texas oh. Rangers against the Blue Jays in the stands were. Packed, and feel free right? to Google "never surrender" after everybody. <laughs> I will. So, so now <laughs> here's my thing: when they open everything up again, because people are going to get injected pretty soon. Like I think mine is coming up in. Uh, well, the 18 plus and hotspots is coming up in two weeks, but. Oh, I thought I'm, that was live already. It's not. No, no, it's coming up. Because I'm in a weeks. hotspot. Yes, yeah, so am I. But because of my advanced age. Um, my number, my age number will probably come up before that because Yo. they're dropping it by five years every week, yeah. right? Check yeah. this. Oh. Raj told me he got his booking today here at, uh, Oh, Paramount. can I tell can I guess why? Say it. Obesity. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No it's way. True. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I saw these provisions last week. Fat privilege. My sister, my sister's like, Hey, you have three really fat friends. Tell them. To get vaccinated, <laughs> and all, all three are Raj. No, <laughs> no hey, hey, Raj is one guy, Harleen. I've told you, he's one guy. No, <laughs> Yo, know, technically, when, uh, I'm obese. Technically, when, uh, when, uh, no, you can't be. When Harleen oh. writes, uh, when Harleen overweight, writes, you're overweight. Or no? huh? in writing, she writes, she writes Raj Rakars. <laughs> no i'm not lying google it right now my height and my weight i'm obese but based on that bmi thing but that's not a accurate yeah, right yes it is that's what they go by i think so, that's what they're going by yeah already yeah, yeah so five nine like that shit's super super wild though it doesn't account for the fact that like you're probably like you're not obese you're yeah, yeah you're not obese for sure you know. so five yeah. nine Five nine, do it, do it. Google. Okay, five, no, based, based on BMI, you are. Yes, it says yes, you're obese, five, but I don't. Half, you don't. I didn't, even give, I didn't even give you my weight. I think we've done this before, but go on. Yeah, so five nine, two hundred twelve pounds. Hold on, it five nine. Me, it will show two twelve. It'll show me as obese. Yo, then is LeBron? James, oh my God, is LeBron James obese? Hold well, on, LeBron what's his what's he what's his height? Nine. Okay, let's see. Six, let's see. Six nine. Five. Six foot nine. What's his what's his weight? 255. 255? Yeah. 
He's he's overweight. Yeah, LeBron James guys is overweight. No, he's yeah. LeBron is known to be fat though, right? So that's the thing. No, but so <laughs> I, I could here's the thing. I could technically go get the injection right now and say I'm obese, but I'm not gonna take it away from some old person. Hold on, his BMI, his BMI is twenty seven point three, which puts him above twenty five. But but yeah, they also don't take yeah, like that's why I get why it's not uh body practical. fat percentage is a better metric. Which Yo, is hard to calculate, is, though, right? Yeah, yeah the thing is, like, for I'm this, teased, bro. Look at me. Yo, realistically, for this vaccine thing, they know that they need to get fat people vaccinated. And if this is the easiest way for them to calculate what's fat, yeah, they're just going to do it. Yeah, because they, they, what's, what's the second way to do is eyeball you? There's a fucking you send the fat patrol on the roads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> identify the fat people. <laughs> you hand them a leaflet. Hey, congrats. You for the vaccine. No, it needs to be eyeball, but the fat person has to be eyeball. Because I don't want someone who doesn't know the lived experience. No, dude. If we get a fat lived experience. I don't want, like I don't want like it's hard. Like, hey, if we if a if a white guy lived a black guy. I hear I hear the lived experience context always like from like a woman's lens or like a racial lens. Smee's using Smee's using the terms that I hear in the most woke clubhouse rooms. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fat guy. It's gonna be a fat guy with a clipboard on a fucking mobile scooter. That's the only way we'll get it done. If you make that guy go door to door, that guy's not gonna be he won't be obese by the time he's done. Yo, we should have Raj roll up in that four thousand dollar car to get his injection. But you, how dope would it be? The government. Raj, hold on, hold on, hold on. When Raj has that car, the top speed jo- drops to twenty six. Not thirty six. <laughs> Yo, but wouldn't it be a dope? Like, okay, imagine the government pays you. Car drive garage, my friend. Do you think? Do you think this? Friends, like I'm sitting inside Raj. No, no, I'll be just, the car. I want to see Raj get out of a <laughs> gotta get out of a mini. Oh, dude, if Raj can get out of my the the green car that I have, yeah, I'll give him a hundred bucks. I got a better question. What's <laughs> what's more likely, Raj sitting in a mini Cooper, like fitting on in one, or being content with a mini McFlurry? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Number two. Number we're, two. We're so lucky Raj is not a fan of the show. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh. No, he's there was a time frame, I think three or four close right now. He's no, the, there was a time frame three or four years ago where he lost a bunch of weight and then it was great because I think we, we all saw win, him win. like it's like three, four years ago, man. Since like when? He he lost some weight, and we all saw him. And we started going, "Bro, you look good." And then he dude, just went he right back at it. He didn't lose weight. His po- wallet dropped out of his pocket, dude. <laughs> uh, he's it's because he wore compression shirts under his sweater. <laughs> wow, Ron. Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> Sachin, yeah, you're on mute. Sachin, your mute. Your voice got cut. Sachin sends so this is Sachin on a 20 second delay. He put him what he had to say right now. Raj was calling me. But oh. I heard two of my friends that actually bought those compression shirts off Amazon. Are you both of them? <laughs> Yo, but they're comfortable. 
I, I Have you worn one? Uh, I no, I bought compression compression like those uh, pants, not pants, but like jog. What are they? Legger leggings? I don't know. Joggers? No, but like the shirts are made to tuck your head and juice. Okay, okay, okay. This yeah, is, I, I, I just I, like I, the squeeze. I like them for air flights. Flights they keep you like nice and comfy. No, yeah. no, no. These are these are made to tuck in your shirt and your juice. Raj, um, guys. Yeah. Oh, I'll save it for the Patreon. <clears throat> I had a story, but not, it's not like bad. It's just like a, it's a, okay. Uh, I have a friend named Sajan, right. And, uh, he's in and out of the hospital a lot and Why? just, you know, oh, no, he just ob- obesity related problems, like literally 95% of health issues. Right. And, uh, I was just like, dude, I get it. That eating healthier is hard. It's hard when you're like that thing, but I think this fucking in and out of the hospital lifestyle, knowing you're gonna die early, is that's way harder. Like, it is. I think I think. I was sorry, go ahead. You know, I used to be me can't hear you. It's too low. I was speaking previous previous experience, and this comes back to still really far. This comes. Yeah, back I don't know. Can you hear me now? I don't know. It's not even changing. As did it? Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, you're good. It sounds like there's like. Uh, a mask on your microphone. Eventually, eventually, like you make you, eventually you gotta choose what you want to do. You want to go to the hospital that day, or you want to go to the gym. And I agree that we all are predisposed to certain addictions more so than others. Mm-hmm. But what separates healthy and good lives to like lives of like redundancy of unhealthiness is saying one day I've had enough, right? Yeah. And that's just not with being like fat, that's with like waking up early. Everything. But Samee, I agree, but when you're that heavy, sometimes going to the gym will send you to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) I. But here's the thing, I also think like going to the gym is very inconvenient. You know, like if I just gotta eat a little better, Rod yeah, eats out a lot. I'm like, especially if you're eating out a lot, then you know you're spending the money and you're too out. You it's you could buy a healthy meal, man. That's e- one of the easiest things you could do. Go to the Copper Branch, buy the fucking bowl, right? Burrito mm-hmm. boys, buy the bowl. Burrito bowls without the sauces and without the sodium shit. Well, you but do dude, just well. go to Chipotle. Go to Chipotle. There's no sauces in it. It's just sour cream. Yo, the, the thing is, well, sour cream is yeah. heavy density calorie though. When Darsh gave me that shake, that the mayo stuff, yeah. When when Darsh gave me that veg essential shake, dude. When I mean it's a game changer. If I want to skip any meal and just have that shake, you totally do not get hungry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's all yeah. your vitamins and minerals you need, so it doesn't feel like you're skipping a meal. Yeah, and you're not mm-hmm. hungry. And I like the taste too. Yeah, and you realize it the next day when you wake up and your this flatter, uh, your bowel movements are 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 better and they're harder. You know what I mean? For so, sure. Yeah. You, know, you got to be shitting right. You have to shit right. Straight up. Yeah. You should be shitting. Like, I, a lot right. of the problem is, though, I think people that are, they're not eating enough fiber. It's this whole low-carb propaganda that moved people away from eating fiber and so many health problems. A lot of people are not getting anywhere near the fiber they want because they're scared of carbs. But carbs, yes. starches do not make you gain weight. This is like no. scientifically established. So yes. it's fats when you're eating high fat, when you're eating fat, and when you're eating. You know how you know that carbs don't make you gain weight? There's so many world 
uh, examples around us. But like, if you look at people in starving countries like India, uh, places of Africa, um, if you look at Japanese cuisine, it's totally rice based. Yeah, and that's like carby as shit you can eat yeah. ever. And they're eating white rice too. Like, yeah. You know, although they do have like their own, I guess, selective breeded rice. I think there's one called the rice berry or something. So they have like rice that's, you know, they fucking kill it. They have it with every meal and it doesn't every, make you fat. All the yeah. time. We call have, them joy. I have eaten so much fucking bread in my life. And I, when I go have roti, I'm fucking going five rotis every time and maybe a wrap after because the roti I finished or four paronte at a time. It doesn't fucking make you fat. It's all the other crap you put with it. The other it's shit, meat. It's meat. It's milk. It's all. It's uh, processed shit. Yeah. And that, and that to me, we can't hear you at all now. Meat doesn't make you fat, dude. It does, bro. It yeah, it does. Dude, I don't know where you get that from. That's like solve science. Why do all the athletes eat meat? Like because b- no, because you you can compare their performances with. Um, okay, first of all, they're athletes. They're they're literally incinerating. They're burning everything. it off. Yeah. They're incinerating it. Some of the but, people I know eat meat. I'm not. Dude, Chris that. Paul. Chris Paul goes vegan. He's been better than ever. There's Luke Hamilton. All these athletes go vegan. They perform better, more endurance. Everything. This is studied. Athletes. There are many athletes who eat meat that also do really well. It's yeah, and they would do probably possibly better. Not about no, you're, you're, dude, meat. Okay, how is it being inflamed inside you a good thing? I would love to hear how you can say that's a good all, thing. All I know is everyone I know that has. Well, been, Samit, we can't hear Samit at all. There's a range of difference of meats. Right? Samit, is your is your laptop on your Rajai or something like that? No, because no, there's I'm something holding, going on. I'm holding you right now. Red meat well, the, is inflamed. I think you're. Sorry, I think your finger is probably blocking your mic or something. No, right? no, I have my finger underneath for that purpose. Okay. Red yeah. red meat is inflammatory, right? Chicken breasts and fish aren't inflammatory meats. Like, I'm a big fan of breasts. When, when we're saying that meat makes people fat, dude, most of the world, the problem isn't, first off, it's the amount of food we eat, right? That's a big problem. Caloric intake is way too high for most of us who are like sedentary, right? Everyone's eating close to 2,000 calories and just 2,000, and that doesn't make any sense. 1,500. It's the additives and the processed stuff. Obviously, processed meat is fucking terrible for you. You're going to gain weight. But if I eat 1,500 calories of just not, of, of like a balanced diet, which includes meat, I'm not going to gain weight unless that 1,500 calories has beef burgers that are fucking processed or cheese that is processed or like nuts that are processed. <laughs> I think I think nuts that are processed. Yeah, I mean, like, you know those nasty-ass... Uh, yeah, these nuts. Roasted nuts are really bad. Not roasted. There's a type of nut that is really bad for you. If it's, like... I don't know if it's roasted is the word, but if, if, if it's not natural, nuts, like, if they're, like, fucked with... Yeah. Really the one with the loon on it in shit. The one that you have when you're having a, a bag. It's, to me, it's not necessarily the calories. You're missing the point of the fat. It's all fat. And fat is not good for you at any... At that, at that level. So you, when, when all science shows people who doesn't have much fat in it. Well, what are you flavoring it with? It's oiled, it's fried, it's everything. Who can oh, just but eat a chicken? See, that, that, that's another thing. When you, most people who eat chicken breasts that are healthy, eat it with just salt and pepper. Most people eat chicken breasts with salt. If you're putting cream on it, yeah, obviously like Indian people. What are you, Gora? If you go have a chicken salad at Jack Astor's, let's say, it's not coated with anything. Gore don't put. If you have turkey at Thanksgiving, 
they baited with butter, but they don't put cream on the top. Of the your mic's fine now, by the way. So whatever you know, did. I don't know what just happened there. Yeah. Yeah, your mic's fine now. Yo, guys, should we wrap up though? It's like nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at one twenty-four almost. Yeah. But hey, one thing before we wrap, Gershon said something that that kind of resonated with me, and uh, Darshan said a bunch of things that resonated. All you guys say stuff that resonates with me. That's why I like coming on this uh, on this podcast and hanging out with you guys. But <laughs> you're you're right. I, I take a sabbatical and I come back more mad. That shit don't make no sense. I think you keep and- coming back more mad because you didn't get enough of us. I think so. Yeah. I got to do some more soul I, searching, but I, I think, I, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I, think, I was going to say, I think that, I think this is a good outlet for you to just let shit out. Yeah. And that way you yeah. Just the, I think you're right. Well, what I'm going to start yeah. doing is I'm going to start going by the actual podcast place. Now that we're at 4,400 cases, I think we're safe. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. once we have 5,000 cases, I'm, I'm back out there and I'm not wearing a mask. Uh, by the way, according to, according to Doug Ford last week, quote, it's going really well. Yes, he did say that. He going did really say that. Well. What, what did you guys think of his uh, pretending to die after the... Uh, he's, he's such a fucking idiot. loser. He's a loser. If yeah, he was funnier, I wouldn't care, but he's a fucking loser. Doug Ford's a fucking loser. So <laughs> you know, I, anything he does to try to be funny, I don't fucking care. This guy's retarded. At this point, I would rather have him smoke crack cocaine. It's just... If you're going to entertain us, at least have a little bit of a Rob Ford edge to you. you yeah, know? you fucking dumbass. They all dude, dropped he's the ball. On it. He's incredibly incompetent. They have no plan. They all they, dropped the ball. Dude, today, dude, today, dude, it's horrible. Today, they said, Lecce's like, schools are going to open up again. And then like an hour later, Ford's like, no, schools are not opening. Where's yeah. this? Where's the planning, dude? Like, Yo, do you like, guys he, even... And, but here's the thing, yeah. <laughs> it, it's liberals, conservatives, NDP, everyone fucked this up. And I don't know who could have done a better job in power. Yeah. That's what is the most pathetic thing is that we I'll, live in I'll a country where all three parties are fucking incompetent. Yo, I'll say this. I'll say this. I, in Ontario, I don't think anyone would have done worse than the conservatives. I don't think so. Not because worse. He's been, been half assing it. He's been half assing it the whole time trying to get the economy and this thing under control. And, when and in peep, reality, if you can't get the virus under control, you can't keep this in Ontario. We have had the most lockdown days in the last year than anywhere else in the world. But because our lockdowns, lockdowns are not real lockdowns. That's what I mean. But because they're <laughs> yeah. so half-assed, I went yeah. out on Saturday and a lot of people are going to say, well, why are you out? But I went out to get some grocery and I swear to God, the Sandalwood and Bramley Plaza, I went to go get Timmy's. Not surprised. I was driving the vet around. I went to go get me some Timmy's at the drive-thru. The the Peter Robertson in Dixie Plaza, packed. People were everywhere on Saturday. Everywhere. I know the weather was great too, but people were literally everywhere. The lineup at Wattage Meats was wrapped around the plaza. Yeah. So I bought some meat. We have truly pathetic leadership, and I really hope people remember this when it comes election time, so we can vote somebody who's less pathetic. Winning in polls, by the way. Who's it? Fortis? Having 45%. Oh, my God. He's he's actually polling better. Who's guy? Someone named me the liberal guy's name. That's true, too. Liberals put up a terrible. Del Duca or Del Luca or whatever. Del Luza. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck were they thinking? Do you need Yo, you, know, you got to vote Horvath. You have to vote Horvath. There's no choice. Dude, at, at this point, I'm I'm voting that uh what's that PCC or CCP whatever that party is? The CCCP? I don't yeah. think it exists. Uh, yeah, the Soviet Union. 
Sachin's a commie. Sachin's voting for the NDP. <laughs> I'm not voting NDP. I don't care. I did that once. They let me down. Yeah. <laughs> you have to Why keep not? doing Wait, it for it to work. <laughs> not, not doing it again. I don't, no one likes to be the loser on election night, but. Yo, uh, Sumit, do you want to do final question? Yeah, we could do final question. Sorry, I had to, at the same time, my cousin Nina, by the way, she's a uh, doctor, doctor at uh, uh, Credit Credit Valley. Um, mm-hmm. He's like in, like one of the more important people in charge in pal- palliative care is the word? Yes. Palliative care is when somebody's basically on their deathbed. And yeah, the last, that's, that's the last one, yeah. He's writing this editor- editorial for um, what... Um, you know, the impact COVID's had on us processing grief. And, uh, you know, that's something, uh, you know, all, uh, well, not all of us, but uh, uh, me and Sachin have lost. Uh, Darshan, yeah. you, guys lost you guys didn't lose family members to COVID, did you, did you guys? No, not Darshan and Gershon. I did no, in uh, England, though, but, but like oh, a distant. Oh, a yeah, distant. same, England. You're right, I did. Yeah. yeah, but both this is enough you guys don't fucking remember, okay? You fucking, uh, no, it's not that. This, this person... Trying to take mine yeah. away. No, um, this person, yeah, this right. person who passed was already like in very poor health. So it's like yeah, that's so. that the COVID for knocking that person out. But yeah. um, I think the way we process grief, uh, you know, and, and she's writing, she's writing this amazing piece. So I'll let you guys know when that's out. But in that same vein, the question I want to ask is, what's one thing that you learned from COVID or living in this COVID pandemic experience that is going to stick with you? Uh, it could be something personal. It could be something professional. It could be something that you've observed with other people. Um, uh, can I start? Can I start? Uh, I've learned, like, I did not think people were this selfish. And people are incredibly fucking selfish. People do not, under any circumstances, like being told what to do, even if it's in their own fucking best interest. And it's, it's incredibly, like, disheartening. And truly, like, people I know, people who are, like, related to me, people that you know i used to have a certain opinion of that i would think okay when the time when it comes down to it they'll make the right decision no every step along the way they fucked up and they keep mm-hmm. fucking up and despite it's been a fucking year and this shit's still going on because and people worse. Like this. yeah yeah and so it's truly pathetic to me and uh yeah so how selfish people have been is my takeaway for the last year it's ridiculous uh, yeah yeah so you're saying that you at one point had faith in humanity <laughs> I, 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 would say, I did i i do i i still do don't get me wrong um but it. it's it's gone from like i would say like a 50 percent faith to like a five percent faith you know what i mean like i trust yeah. people to do the wrong thing more than i trust them to do the right thing Whereas before, yeah. I would say it was the other way around. I've followed so many anti-vaxxers in my comments, and I'd be like, dude, even you? Yeah. Or like people yeah. that, that are still going yeah, on that COVID's experience. Wow. Shout out to the Indian community yeah. for not fucking spreading this propaganda and like being pro-vaccine. Um, we've been from, I don't know, one fucking person in my family or circle is anti-vaccine. Everyone's mm-hmm. fucking signing up like it's a fucking yeah. And Straight up. But these fucking Gore, I know a couple of Gore. I know a couple of Gore. And, Yo, uh, Gore, Gore gone Gore, bro. Gore gone Gore. No, I you know what? It, but sorry, uh, what what Gershon said really struck struck with me because yeah, there's a lot of people that did a lot of surprising things in my eyes during the pandemic. But 
if I had to pick a couple of things, one, this made me realize none of us have anything figured out. What I mean, none of us, I'm talking about all the way from the individual level up to a governmental level. And I'm talking worldwide. None of us know shit. Everyone's just feeling it out. You know, when you're a kid and you thought your parents had all the answers and then when you get old, you realize they didn't know shit either. <laughs> so, so that's the government for you. They don't know anything. They don't, they, they, the second you throw a curveball that's not in their wheelhouse, they don't know how to fucking react. So that's number one. Number two is I realize that you can have a shit ton of fun just hanging out with your family. Straight like, up. Or, yeah. or you'll get divorced. It's one or the other. Yeah. But like I had a great time this year. Like sitting at home and just chilling out and conversating and and like watching TV or this and that is, is so much more relaxing on a weekend than what I used to do. Yeah. You know, uh, dude, there's, there's no like like that whole uh, like I remember when I was younger, I used to think, okay, it's a Friday, it's a Saturday, I got to go out, I got to do something. Yeah, like you feel anymore. obligated to do yeah. something, right? And then That's and then gone. there's always always something going on at somebody's house, and then you're like, shit, if I don't go to this dude's house because he's having a party for his daughter, then I'm a sellout, yeah. or I'm the guy that doesn't want to go give shagun. So then you go, and then you end up drinking and whatever. Like I haven't drank now since it's coming on a year, and, and yeah. I love it. That's incredible. That's incredible. I fucking love it. I sit at home. I have a great time on the weekend and I have just as much fun as I used to have going out to these barbecues and getting shit faced and arguing with people and then getting a Uber home and waking up in the morning with a hangover. I don't think I'm going out ever again, boys. <laughs> no, we're going downtown, bro. We're going to show you Toronto. <laughs> I'll do that, but I have to get blitzed first. Like, we'll get high. I've always wanted to go to King Street West. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, we'll get high and walk around. I have no problem doing that. You're gonna love it, bro. I want to go. I want to go to the CN Tower glass floor. That's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, take me to the museum. (laughs) When was it? When was the last time you went in Kensington Market, Sachin? What is that? What is it? Last week, bro. I don't think you were. I don't think you were. Yeah, I was delivering a shipment of shrooms. <laughs> Kensington, Kensington top three you don't places. deliver shrooms to Kensington. You pick up shrooms from Kensington. <laughs> <laughs> top three for food. Top three huh? for Kensington's top three for Toronto and food. Like they, they yeah, used to be. Yeah. A, there used to be a place there that sold veal sandwiches that were so. Oh good. yeah, 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 yeah. The, Is it I, still there? I don't know if it's still there, but dude, there's a great talk. There's. There's a lot of Mexican places, but the good Mexican place is actually a small one where you can't sit. And it's all white inside. Which uh, was that the, one? The ones where you can sit aren't that great. Seven and Lives was one of them. I don't know if they're Seven still. Seven Lives is really good too. They have yeah. a they have a Jamaican Italian pasta place. That's really pasta famous. pasta. They have amazing butchers and they have an amazing fucking cheese deli, like fucking incredible. They got and Tom they, Suits there too, bro. Tom Suits, that's the OG. Yeah, yeah. that's the OG. Yeah. Uh, Darsh, one thing you learned. Um. I think I learned to like let go of planning <laughs> like because you don't know what's up and then to be able to be more adaptable and versatile because I kind of didn't have to be that way for about I think I felt like I've been coasting since I the club since the club failed after that it was like I'm not doing anything new I'm just done and then I think it was like all right fuck I'm gonna I'm not making money anymore oh shit and then it was to able to pivot in a way I didn't yeah. think uh, I wanted to or 
was capable of, but it was totally necessary. I understood that how much I've been in my comfort zone business wise for so long. And and our business that we're launching soon, Darsh, that's gonna it's gonna be good. Here's a here's a sneak peek. Here's a sneak peek. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be right in time for when people start going out again. Yeah, it's so, acid in bottles, so it's yeah. uh, get high as shit. You it's coke. You put the powder in. You just yeah. Chaco, chaco, knocking on, knocking on. What used to be? Um, uh, I realized how important uh, routine is for me. Uh, I'm someone who doesn't who, who who if I don't have routine, I like it fucks my life up. I get pretty depressed, and um, I don't care for social contact as much. Like. Like I agree with Sachin on that, but I like to have. But my social contact is not like crazy. Like I need to go party, but the jaw sessions, us hanging out at the office, yeah, simple things, um, they matter. And I, I really feel for kids in like grade eleven, grade twelve, university, yeah. um, who miss missing the- out, and that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Because mm-hmm. I remember how fun the summers are when you're a child. And you go run and play basketball with your friends or do dumb shit or go to Little Caesars and share that five minute, five dollar pizza. And those are things that some kids are not going to get back. Social anxiety for little babies who haven't seen crowds. People. Other kids. This yeah. pandemic was fucked. Uh, not yeah. just death, but. It's like a baby who never saw a bug before and then they see their first sort of dog. Mom! And then Mom. they can't stop crying. <laughs> that's Santa. Um, but yeah, that's one thing. I think routine is really really important obviously people figured out routine with the pandemic but i just didn't know how to navigate it i'm not saying uh, i'm not saying the pandemic forced me not to have a routine i think it was my own indiscipline that couldn't figure it out in the pandemic so yeah right that's what i learned well this was a great episode Sachin came back and fucking Aglati. the power play yeah Yo, that was awesome it was a two-man advantage Yo, uh, but, but when this is over we're gonna start hanging out i think i'm gonna start sleeping at the uh, office, like one night I showed up at like 2.30. Uh, Darshan knows the story. We'll talk about it one day. <laughs> on the Patreon. We'll talk about it on Patreon. Uh, speaking of Patreon, uh, for our Patreon uh, listeners, last week we didn't have an episode. We're going to have a two-hour episode this week to make up for it. So Shit, uh, we, shouldn't have, we shouldn't announce it in case something happens. <laughs> no, 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 we're going to oh, do well, it. We we're need to do it. I'm excited. We have to do it. Yeah. We buy, buy these poor bucks can can buy, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, the episode, how about this? Any new, we have 56 subscribers. Any new subscribers that come on from now to Wednesday. Um, so let's say if there's like five subscribers, which is 25 bucks, I will times four that amount and donate that money. So anyone that comes, oh, so shit. if we get five new subscribers, it's 25 bucks, I'll donate a hundred bucks. So that's good. Anyone that comes, you're doing. Um, I'll be donating to the Israel Israel Defense League IDL. Samit, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will match that donation. <laughs> <laughs> Sajan, you look great. Keep doing this. Uh, yeah, look great. I think I owe Darshan money. That's okay. I'll take it you off your. Up. You oh, gotta. You got, I'm holding some of your All crypto. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was BNB boys. BNB is going crazy. Right. Oh my god, I sold the bitch too soon. Okay, bye bye. <laughs>